0: Five, four, Four, three, three, two, one.
1: I didn't do it because I didn't know how to do it. You killed it. You killed it.
0: (laughs) That was me singing a cursive. I got all red right now. (laughs) That was good. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Okay. 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 I think that worked. Hello, everybody. Happy 2024. And welcome back to another episode of Hand Me Down Podcast. We are your hosts. My name is Natalia.
1: And um Alan.
0: And welcome to the new year. I feel like we haven't done this in a while. So I feel like I'm still trying to get into it again. Yeah. I'm just like, dang, when was the last time we filmed?
1: December 11th.
0: December 11th. So That's a long time.
1: By the way, here at Hand Me Down Podcast, we take no breaks. Just kidding. We did take a break, but we're literally shooting this. The first yeah. <laughs> on the 1st of January. On
0: the 1st of January because we were like all right we had our little la da vacation <laughs> moments um, and now we're we're back to business.
1: Let's yeah let's start with the year strong with the thing where we hopefully will do a lot of in 2024 <laughs> which is podcasting.
0: <laughs> yeah so I mean speaking of like being on vacation mode I feel like last episode was also still a little bit like Less structured. Same thing to expect in this episode, I think. Just a little yeah. bit less of structure. Just a little bit more warming up for the new year. Um, so we let's go ahead and talk about what to expect in this episode.
1: Yeah, definitely. So last episode, we kind of talked about a little bit kind of a reflections of 2023. Um, but we didn't really go in depth and we didn't really talk about other things. So in this episode, we are going to go ahead and talk about our music raps or replays, right? Inclusivity. Um, <laughs> yeah, for Apple Podca- Apple music listeners. <laughs> um, so we're going to talk about the music, uh, our raps, go over that real quickly. Nah, not, not too much to discuss, but quickly. And then we're going to go ahead and go into movies that we saw in 2023, either our favorites or just movies that we had opinions about it doesn't we're not going to do solely movies that came out in 2023 but the movies that we saw in 2023 and then we're just going to go ahead and reflect on 2023 Um, so we're just going to go month by month and kind of like highlights or things that like stand out and and reflect on those. And that'll be the end of the podcast. So it's going to be lengthy. I think (laughs) we have a lot to talk about.
0: Yeah. I feel like it's just going to be like a little nice little chat. Like if we were having a little sleepover and we were just like hanging out, (laughs) just like catching up on lore.
1: Practicing gratitude.
0: Yes. That as well. Um, so with that being said, I mean, uh, before we go into the episode, should we do a little bit of housekeeping?
1: Let's do housekeeping. Guys, thank you very so much for starting off the new year with us with your friends at Hand Me Down Podcast. We appreciate it very, very much. If you're listening on a podcast platform, go ahead and give us a review and give us a rating it helps us out a lot and helps push out our podcast even further if you are listening on or watching on youtube go ahead and give us a like comment and subscribe again that also helps us helps boost us in the algorithm and if you didn't do any of that go ahead and follow us on social media at pod on instagram and on tiktok not only you get really good updates about episodes on Instagram. Mm. But both on Instagram and TikTok, we post the highlights of each episode. So if you miss an episode, hey, don't sweat it. You can catch all the highlights, all the funniest parts on our social media. So if you do that, that's all good. And also, new addition to this housekeeping is the Discord.
0: Oh yes, the Discord is something that we've been kind of wanting to start for a while and you know, we figured that the new year would be the perfect time to start that. It's a way that we think that um, we're able to get a little bit more on a personal engagement with our listeners. So be on the lookout for our Discord, which will be coming out very, very soon. And hopefully we can chat it up, have a little yeah. giggle, ha- have a little laugh and, and talk about the show, the episode, what you guys think and, and what you guys want us to talk about um great little one-on-one i think we can have
1: yeah we're trying to we'll try to have it up by by the the time this episode comes out so it should be in the the description down below but yeah it's just like for everybody to talk we hate having this be a one-way conversation we want to hear what you guys have to say and we think a discord would be the easiest place to do that so look out for that and with that let's go ahead and go into the rest of the episode
0: slay so i mean usually we do catch-ups but i feel like <laughs> we were literally just yeah together for like 48 <laughs> the past 48 hours 48 hours well no not 48 hours 24 20,
1: 24 20 plus hours
0: 24 less than 28 a lot of driving
1: yeah yeah so i guess uh, do you want to tell the story of of just what happened or why of why, uh, why we've been together for 24 hours.
0: Well, we celebrated New Year's <laughs> <laughs> together. Uh, I had literally just gotten home from Mexico. I spent um Christmas in Mexico and I had just gotten home and didn't have any New Year's plans. And I was just like, do you have New Year's plans? And he was just like, hey, fuck it. We do something where I was like, I'm down. He's just like, hey, fuck it. We go to Coachella. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, but I guess Alan would tell you why we went to Coachella.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, Yeah. Well, I didn't have anything to do because my mom and my brother had COVID, but I had COVID already, so like I couldn't spread it anymore, and I was like, "Well, I'll do something." Um and my girlfriend, she's from Coachella, so I was like, "Well, I can go visit her. I wanted uh, I I I love my girlfriend and I wanted to see her for New Year's Eve, but I've also never had a New Year's kiss." <gasps> and I feel like I've had A girlfriend for a lot of New Year's, but it's just like never happened. So I was like, I want a New Year's kiss. She's like, we'll come. And I was like, okay. And I was like, let's go. And then our other friend, Jaina, was also in Coachella because of her grandparents. So we're like, perfect.
0: Just a little party in the Coachella Valley. (laughs) Um mountains were beautiful. I was looking at that all morning, I think. Like we <laughs> yeah. just walked outside and I was like, "Wow, this is beautiful." Mm-hmm. <laughs> um but it was a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Ate some great food. Um yeah. had some great company with some great people. And fell asleep on the most comfortable couch in the world. Um, I was out like a light and watched Troll's World tour and it was really
1: good it was great yeah yeah <laughs> I yeah, we did watch trolls world tour and i i didn't see the first one but that, that second one was really good <laughs> um but speaking about the new year's kiss uh we were we were trying to do like the good luck traditions like the latino ones where you like stuff your mouth with grapes or 12 grapes mm-hmm. um and obviously guys i wanted a new year's kiss so i tried to down those grapes as fast as i could <laughs> so that i could get the kiss at midnight i was just like Wah. like i did it so fast i was just like mm. <laughs>
0: is that why you were going so yeah. fast i thought you were like serious about the timing and i was like well fuck i'm not gonna get any good luck because he like
1: finished it <laughs> no i was just like i want the kiss i want the kiss at midnight i was like literally looking at the seconds on my clock i was like okay <laughs> little fucking chipmunk just, just down in like, them.
0: I just see him from the corner of my eye, just like <laughs> like inhaling them, and I started like being like, Oh shit, am I supposed to be going that fast? So then I started doing it, and then I ended up being miserable because there's just so much juice in my mouth and in my tummy. And I, know, I was I like, was, I
1: did it and I got the kiss and I was like, okay. And then
0: it worked we, out. Then we
1: had champagne. <laughs>
0: That's so funny. I didn't know that's why you were going
1: so fast. I don't think anyone knew that. That's that's the reason why. But I was like, I'm yeah, I need to. Also because like we put the TV and that countdown was different than the countdown like. You put your phone. I put
0: my phone. I was watching like a YouTube live stream, and it was so. It was like two minutes off. I was like, "What do you guys mean it's already?"
1: 1159? Yeah, Daniel's like, Is it "Like we have to do it now," and I was like, "Oh shit!"
0: <laughs> well, anyway, so that was a lot of fun. It was so fun. That's literally what we just came back um, from. So, yeah, we usually do catch up, but I'm like, "Damn, we like
1: Yeah, we we caught up a lot already, but um, I guess we'll catch up a little bit more. Um, towards the end which because I feel like there are stories that we haven't told you guys like it's been weeks like like two three weeks since we uh, last recorded so there's like a lot that we want to tell you but we'll save it Mm. because we got to get through this ASAP Um, should we go over our music
2: then
0: yeah so let's go ahead and just jump right into the first topic of the episode which is the spotify wrapped or apple music replay for all you <laughs> apple music users out there you guys are the sexiest people alive mm. um oh <laughs> I'm
1: a spotify user i took that personally <laughs>
0: i didn't say spotify users weren't sexy i said apple music users were sexier roll the tape oh sexier there you go what sexier sexier i don't get it
1: never mind anyways (laughs) let's, let's go
0: I was like, huh?
1: go, go, go. But
0: anyway, as you can tell, I am a loyal Apple music girly and everybody bullies Apple music users. And you know what? Sometimes I laugh um, <laughs> at the jokes. Cause I'm just like, I feel like as, as me being so middle child coded, as I like talk about a lot on this podcast, I just learned to like also laugh. At, like with the people that are laughing at, <laughs> at me or something like that. So I'm just like, ha But I do genuinely think the memes are really funny sometimes. I just. I like, feel like so the funny.
1: hate has gotten less intense. Though. It's
0: less intense and it's more, it's more a bit, I think. And I think that's why I think I it's see. really funny. I feel
1: like the first year uh, Spotify rap came out, like the first time they did it. That was like going out for blood, dude. The hate was real.
0: Yeah, I was just like, "Mm, (laughs) I'm just here for a good time. I'm just here listening to my music. I love looking at what other people listen to. If you thought nobody cared, I did. I cared a lot (laughs) Mm -hmm. what you were listening to. Um, So anyway, so let's go ahead and jump right in. Just really, really quick segment here. Um, Do you want to start off with genres?
1: Yeah, you can start. (laughs) <laughs> oh. Oh, okay,
0: uh, so according to my Apple Music replay, uh, my top genre was alternative pop and R and B slash soul, which is very much true, I think. Oh, I mean, I guess pop is kind of threw me for a loop, but alternative and R and B soul.
1: Do you feel like it's been like that for a while, or what? Are any of these new, or just like these top? Oh no, three? it's It's stayed pretty consistent. Yeah. I feel like I didn't okay. have
0: like a new um, era
1: good nice my top genres are urbano latino uh, that was the first one followed by pop which was whoa whoa, second second genre is pop because I I do like pop music I'm a a, a pop troll (laughs) he's a pop (laughs) troll only real troll heads will understand (laughs) (laughs) me only watching one movie (laughs) Um, and then it was rap which that surprised me I feel like I don't listen to that much rap if anything I would listen to more hip-hop than rap
0: I feel like wh- when f- what we were listening to on the way here was that rap. was rap, I okay. guess. I feel like that kind of like because um, it's like chill
1: rap. Not I guess
0: like that kind of surprised me though. I feel like because I was just like, oh, you know, like the lyrics to all of these songs, yeah. and I guess like I've never seen like your your rap like um, persona come yeah, out. So I was just, just like, I was <gasps> just like
1: Drake. I was just
2: <laughs> <laughs> Drake.
1: Um, and then musica mexicana which is very broad (laughs) 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 and then latin pop
0: okay okay slay all right so i mean would you say that's reflective of
1: mm? reflective yes i feel like recently i've been on a very much latino music uh like journey Mm -hmm. like maybe the past two three years so that that is pretty much yeah i would say it's pretty accurate
0: He's Latina. All right, so moving on to songs. Songs. Okay, <laughs> songs. Uh, my top songs were actually not reflective of I think what I listen to, and that is because I am what people like to call a shuffle girly. Um, I don't listen to my music in playlists. I don't make any playlists really. Um, I just hit shuffle on literally all my like songs and you'll get every single genre that (laughs)
1: way. How do you get more like songs though? What do you mean? Like if you only listen to your like songs, how do you like other songs? Like when is an instant where you like a song?
0: Like how do I go about liking a song? Yeah. Or I think it's different on Spotify than it is on Apple Music. Because when you like a song, you just add it to your library. And just like, so the like Yeah. But how
1: knows. do you discover that song? Oh. You know?
0: Um. On Apple's radio. Like, they're just like, oh, radio. Oh, so for you, you do
1: listen to the radio. Or you don't just say, mm.
0: <laughs> Well, when I'm feeling like I can explore I and see. stuff, but also okay. a lot of times I get a lot of music on TikTok too, that I like see. people suggest music and stuff. And I'm like, hee hee hee. Or like my little sister, I always steal a lot of music from I her. See. Like, she will be playing a song. I'm just hearing Shazamming, like, because I don't want to like give her that high. The of validation. Like, yeah, that she put me onto something. And I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> anyway
2: <laughs>
1: that's fair yeah i guess that was like my big question but um so top songs are just like would be also random so that you're yeah you yeah, so, yeah so yeah <laughs> so
0: i my top i saw my top song and i was like that one i was like okay i don't really not really extremely fond of it but yeah
1: my top song of the year was get ready un porciento by like, Grupo Frontera and Bad Bunny mm-hmm. which Natalia you lived with me for half of the year mm-hmm. is that true
2: very much true <laughs> I feel
0: like I associate that song with you and with Summer I think <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: so good it's so good I, I love it um and then the every other song is Bad Bunny <laughs> every other like my top five songs are Bad Bunny second one is Where She Goes which that one came out like in April and I was like, damn, I thought it came out later. And I was like, still made a top five. And then the rest of the three are Neverita, Más and Me Porto Bonito, which are from his past album of 2022. So... Yeah, those are my songs.
0: Those are all bops. Bops. Thank you. Thank you. All right. And then so next really quick artists. Um, for me, my top artist this year was Beyonce, which was the same as last year, <laughs> uh, followed by Paramore. I'm a loyal Paramore girly since Did that like 2012. album come out this year? This Is why, yeah, yeah,
1: damn, yeah, damn, damn, yeah. this, this year, year, last year, oh, you're 2023, right,
0: 2023. I guess, whoa, <laughs> but go ahead, uh, paramore, and then it was jungle. I got into jungle this summer, it changed my life, but we'll go into that in the next one. <laughs> uh, followed by the strokes and Chicano Batman. So, I feel a like, great artist, yeah, I a little feel bit like of everything, those are very much like on par, or like that yeah. really does represent. I
1: associate what I'm to those, to. I associate. A lot of these with you, yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's what. Slay. Also with Swendy, with my girlfriend, like three of these, I think, are also. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <what I'm> <laughs> yeah, me and Swendy,
0: um, that's how we bonded music. We're like, oh, shit, you listen to that too?
2: <laughs>
1: um, My top artist, number one, of course, Bad Bunny. I can't deny it. I am Latino. I am a Latino. i I didn't
0: ask to be born Latina. Nomás tuve suerte.
1: The second one is Luis Miguel. Again, I'm sorry, guys. I'm Latino. I'm just an old soul. <laughs> just kidding. He's just a
0: señora. He's just a señora in a man's
1: body. He's just, oh, his voice. So he like the mariachi stuff also. Anyways, number three is Karol G. Mm. Third artist is Karol G. Not that my girlfriend um, played her a lot, but I played she introduced me to Carol G and I was like, she's really good. (laughs) And I just played it a lot too. So really good. Uh, Great album. So I think that's why Carol G is, is up here. Uh, then Rao, Rao Alejandro also got into him more. This, I think, 2023 was his year for me.
2: <laughs> <laughs> for Congrats. Me. Congrats, Val. You made it.
1: <laughs> but like, I feel like before it was like, bad money, bad money, bad money. And now I like started to venture off into other reggaeton artists and Raul was there. The fifth one, Bruno Mars. I think he's here because he's a legacy. Mm. Bruno Mars was my top artist for a very long time when I had Spotify, like earlier. Um, and I feel like I didn't listen to him that much in 2023 um but you know he's here he's a legacy he deserved his spot he he did his time <laughs> he did. and he's here at number five
0: because i associate bruno mars with you as well because i feel like when we first moved in together you would always listen to bruno mars so right now i'm shook that you're just like why is he here because I,
1: like <laughs> I feel like i didn't listen to him as much that's I what i'm see. saying this year yeah
0: he found a way he's like at the bottom he's like
2: alan, <laughs> alan.
1: <laughs> but yeah I, I i mean i guess um silk sonic that album mm. although it came out in 2022 it, well, I, was, I guess i was also still playing it a lot because it was good yo your are i don't have albums what? or at least in my rap they didn't show me i feel like if i were to L- dig i would be able to find it but dang yeah, so.
0: well i was just talking about my top album mm-hmm. <laughs> which was volcano by jungle dude the way i i think i discovered jungle like August
1: yeah and it
0: beca- I literally had like 60 plays like I was like I love that album so much I feel like because I I mean like most people um saw the music video for back on 74 on TikTok and like it's very really catchy and the, and the choreography is really good so I like watched the music video and I was like oh my god this kind of eats and then um we had Swendi's birthday party mm-hmm. and one of our friends, Victor, was just like, have you listened to the whole album? Like I listened to it and it's really good. And then that's, that's back when I was employed, guys. So I, w- I would drive an hour commute to work and I would listen to that album. And it was like, I didn't even care that I was sitting in traffic. I was like, oh. Oh, and I feel like it kind of, it's a really good album. And I feel like it took me by surprise because I don't typically like that dance genre of Mm -hmm. like, cause that's like kind of what it is. But this one, the way that the songs transition into each other, the way that I don't understand what the hell they're saying, but I'm just like
1: like, I do think not that it sucks at the beginning, but I do think it grows on you like heavily. I feel like the first time I listened to it, I was like, it's good, but it's like, I don't know if I'd revisit it. And then I listened to it the second time and I was like, you know what? Mm. I would work out to that, to the album a lot too.
0: It was so good. I was like, oh, it's too good. I feel <laughs> like I listened to it like yesterday, probably <laughs> like, or anytime when I hit shuffle, one of the songs come on. I'm like, yeah, like, oh, it's <laughs> so good. But I mean, right after that, the album is This Is Why, which we literally just talked about, yeah. um, came out this year. Last by Paramore. year. Or last year, sorry. <laughs> sorry, guys.
1: Sorry. So except when you go to school, and you write the date and you have to fucking <laughs> scribble the three because it's 2024
0: now. I feel like I'm going to do that for a while. I also just never know what day it is ever. So, True. so it's going to be fun for me. But anyway, so that was our uh, Spotify rep slash Apple Music replay. Um, let us know in the comments what yours was. I feel like that's always really fun. Like I said, I care. I care. Don't think for a see. second I wouldn't. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you like any of the artists that we talked about, let us know. Because I feel like. Or check them out. Or you, check them out. Yeah. I mean,
1: I feel like, you know, everybody would know the artists on mine. But mm. I don't know. If you're not familiar with Jungle, go check them out. If you're not familiar with Chicano Obama go check them out.
0: Mm-hmm. Very yeah. good. Very great artists. <laughs> All right. Moving on from music to movies that we saw in 2023, which yes. may not necessarily be movies that were released in 2023. But movies that we definitely enjoyed in 2023. So would mm-hmm. you like to
1: start? Of course. So, I mean, this is a movie that we both watch. So we, we'll both give our opinions. And it's, I think, an opinion that I've been wanting to get for you uh, from you in a while. So I was, like, looking forward to having this discussion. Because I was just like, let's revisit that. Um, Bottoms. Bottoms. Um, that movie we watched it. Um it was good. We laughed. But what are your <laughs> opinions about it now? Or have they changed? What do you think? I don't think we got like a concrete... I don't remember getting concrete response from you when we first watched it.
0: I think... Okay, I had only seen it once. So this is like based off of just the very first time that we saw it. We rented it at my place and we watched it with a group of people. Um, I had been seeing a bunch of stuff on Twitter. And this was also around the era where like I didn't really have social media. So like ever so often I would see things. Um on uh, about the movie bottom so i was really excited about it it looked like it was really funny um and i watched it and i think i was just like i didn't expect it to be like that kind of (laughs) humor but i still enjoyed it it took me a while to adjust to it but i was just like everything that was happening i was like this is so funny i thought the world building was really funny and i was just like the circumstances that they found themselves in and just like the raunchiness of it i thought was really enjoyable um and i feel like definitely once you get adjusted to the type of jokes that it has and the type of like comedy that it has and you like realize that okay this is going to be a space where they are going to like joke about that um then you start to like embrace the world and you start to appreciate the characters and just like how bizarre they are and how Bizarre they portray the fucking football fool. Oh my god, he was <laughs> Jeff. Is that wasn't it? Jeff? it was that? <laughs> 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 yeah, I think it was Jeff. It was just so good. Um and I thought it was really enjoyable. It was it was nothing like I've ever seen before personally with like that queer twist on it.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. That that's a great perspective. Um I I think you're right. I think once you get used to it, it you go all in. It like leans into absurdity i would say a little bit of kind of like surrealism Mm. where it's like this would not happen at all people don't behave like this but it's fun to see it on screen
0: yeah i think i was expecting based off of like the the things that i saw on twitter i was expecting a com a comedic world In the same way of like Mean Girls, or like in a similar tone of that, but it wasn't, and it it like it was kind of like a good surprise. Like I was just like, oh, like this. It took me a while to get used to it. Like I said, but then once you get used to how bizarre it is, (laughs) really funny, really enjoyable movie.
1: It just like leans into everything, and like I don't know, I don't know how to explain it.
0: I thought it was funny. (laughs) It's really good. It was a movie that I really
1: enjoyed. Um, Yeah, well done. Actors were great. Uh, Rachel Senate, I believe, is her yeah, name. Who was also in Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. That's
0: the first time I saw her. Was in Bodies, 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 which I also loved. Bodies, Bodies, yeah. Bodies. I, f- I heard a lot of people didn't like it, um, but Bodies, 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 so good, yeah. so good. I enjoyed it. Um, but yeah, so that's bo- bottoms. Bottoms. Yeah, I feel like
1: that. I feel like that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, another one, or maybe let's talk about. Mm, which one of these have you watched? Just, just this one? Just
2: Barbie. <laughs> okay.
0: And then I started watching this one and I stopped. Okay, <laughs> so do you
1: want to talk about Barbie first or should I talk about Oppenheimer first?
0: Maybe I guess Oppenheimer first.
1: Okay, I saw Oppenheimer in IMAX, like true IMAX. I went to Irvine because my brother wanted to watch it in like true, true IMAX. Mm. We sat in the front row. so like I mean just watching any movie in the front row sucks but an IMAX movie where the screen is huge I was just like or like second row I think Um, but I enjoyed it it was good it was very um, very beautiful the cinematography was really good interesting story it is a movie you really have to fucking pay attention to because these people are talking like you know what they're talking about (laughs) about science (laughs) and shit Um, with interesting themes um one of the things that i sent you was that the script look it looks like the script was written in first person yeah which was well, I did yeah that. what did you think of that
0: i thought that that was really interesting i i honestly i know the whole barbenheimer thing was going on and i had zero interest in oppenheimer <laughs> i'm sorry like i know it was like a really like i i believe it, it was a great film i just did not care yeah (laughs) i'm very sorry um so i don't honestly don't know what it's about out still Uh to this day um but um when i saw parts of the script that were being shared online and it looked like it was written in first person i thought that that was really interesting um because like then i just start to like think of or like question the other screenwriting structures that i also learned in school and like how would that look like if you're talking in first person um, but then I guess it also made it even more of a character driven story, I think. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. You saw it. So like, uh, how
1: did yeah, that but I out? mean, like even just like the title, it's like Oppenheimer, like that's the guy. So it's like this is his movie. Mm. So I think it makes sense for them to write it in first person and to like it's his point of view through through the world. But it also like it also like intercuts like the court scenes. It's like one of those movies where they're telling the story but there's like a lot of it is taking place in court. Like have you seen the social network? No. That one also does that. I'm trying to think of another one, but yeah. Interesting. It was good. It was good. Mm. I liked it. I believe it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I believe <laughs> it. I don't know if I'd watch it though. Cause I heard it was fucking
1: long.
2: dude. It was long. I, I, was I don't like, think God I could damn. sit for that long. That was also my first <laughs> time in
1: an IMAX theater. And I was like, this is crazy. It was like a yeah. whole ass like hallway to get to the theater. I was wow. like, shit. Mm-hmm. um but that's that's all I have to say about Oppenheimer Oppenheimer
0: well yeah. let's get into the fun stuff let's get into Barbie <laughs> yeah let's get into Barbie we, we haven't talked about Barbie
1: at all on this podcast mm-hmm. let's talk about Barbie Barbie
0: okay hi Barbie so Barbie was <laughs> really fun <laughs> I feel like um I had watched it Pretty late after its release, um, it had been in the theaters for a while, and um, you're right, yeah. And I had made a TikTok about it, but I was just like, there's so many inside jokes on Twitter, I had no clue what anybody was talking <laughs> about, and I felt so left out. Like everybody was saying Mojo Dojo Casa House, and I thought you guys were talking about Powerpuff Girls. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I thought you guys were talking about Mojo Jojo from the Powerpuff Girls. You're just and, like your
1: your Google searches are just Mojo Dojo. Blah, blah, blah. Oh yeah, I was
0: just like Mojo Powerpuff
1: Jojo. Like I was just
0: <laughs> question mark. I was like, guys, I don't think it's Mojo Dojo. I think it's Mojo Jojo. But <laughs> go
2: off, I guess. Go
0: off.
1: The internet would have been a better place if i was on (laughs) social media right now
0: (laughs) and so i was just really confused and i was really confused in why everybody was saying sublime and, and stuff like that and just like i just saw that all over my my twitter um and then I finally watched it and I was just like, this is where that was from. Like I had no contact. I had no idea it was from Barbie until I started watching it. And he said, Mojo Dojo Casa House. And I literally had like a
1: the light bulb.
0: Yeah. I was like, this is where that's from. That's insane. Um, but I thought it was really fun. Um, personally, I don't remember crying. Um. No, I did. I lied. I cried at the montage. The montage. <laughs> the montage got me. Yeah. Um, but I thought it was a lot of fun. I thought the script was really fun. I thought the world and the colors were really fun. Um, controversial opinion, but the way that Ken got the limelight in the media, I did not fuck with. <laughs> I didn't fuck with that. I think mm-hmm. it gave me an ick like that I can't describe. I don't know.
1: Yeah, because like, I feel like... leading up to the movie Barbie mania was crazy Mm -hmm. and as soon as it came out it switched to Ken mania yeah
0: (laughs) which was so crazy because everybody was super excited to go watch it in pink and like it was just like this whole thing and when it came out like obviously Ryan Gosling did amazing and he Uh did very very well but like everybody was so like hyped about the male character in a movie that was like not about that (laughs) (laughs) like very much about the opposite um so i was just kind of like why are you guys doing that like what is going on here um so yeah
1: i agree i I saw that too and i was like well guys but the movie said (laughs) this yeah the movie's called barbie um but i guess that's also what happens when you write a comedic relief character that is very charming charming played by a charming ass person yeah and also just charming character
0: i was honestly just so annoyed i can most of the time <laughs> like i was like i like i was charmed by him but for the most part i was like get this fool out of my face <laughs> he dude. did
1: act like a kid like that's kind of yeah the and vibe
0: and if i know that that was intentional or i feel like that was intentional yeah. um but yeah everybody was just hyping him up and i was just like guys what about Barbie? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. What about her? Because
1: <laughs> yeah. I guess people like to talk about like funny stuff. That's true. And not really talk about the seriousness, the seriousness of it, which also was.
0: Yeah. And yeah. I was seeing tweets about that of just like, oh, well, the reason why so many people enjoyed Ken or like seem to talk about Ken more is because we as a society tend to enjoy comedy more than we do serious topics or like we know how to handle and digest comedy way better and express that
1: but i feel like it's also just the nature of the internet true. to latch onto the comedic aspect of something that's true and not the other parts of it mm. but i feel like the other parts of that conversations were happening in smaller groups with friends
0: that's true
1: you know but yeah. i do agree that it's like it did switch to Ken, to Ken Mania.
0: Yeah. And then like, I, what's Mattel? Is that the Mattel. company? It's just like milking it like crazy. Yeah. Like Ken.
1: I have a question. hmm During, during like the middle part of it, when the daughter Sasha, she gives critiques of Barbie. Mm-hmm. They never brought them back up. They kind of just dismissed them, which I feel like some of those critiques are fair critiques of Barbie. Like unrealistic beauty standards and all this stuff and and this and that.
0: When she's with the friends? Yeah. I've also only seen this movie once, so I'm like trying really hard to remember. I saw it twice. Oh, shit. Uh, (laughs) He has an advantage. Um, Did they not bring it up again?
1: I don't think so. And then like it just like goes into like Barbie mode, you know.
0: I guess that's something that I was thinking about as well when the Barbie movie was announced was just like remembering the times where people did call out um Barbie, like the doll, and having like unrealistic body expectations and just like um if for especially the girls that like don't look like that, like how they feel kinda of growing up. Um and so I was like I was also I guess expecting that to be tackled, but it, it didn't and I feel like the movie tackled similar topics in a different way. Um, yeah. not really body image, I don't think. Um,
1: a little bit, like like lines. Yeah. Like the cellulite and like yeah. stuff like that. Like
0: I feel like it was more a reflection of just like identity. Like yeah, I, identity. I think it had a different purpose. But Yeah, yeah. I feel like, like it did have a different I, purpose.
1: Mm, I don't know. Like you would I feel like if you were to mention it, try to. I see. Trying to bring it up more, but also this movie did do a lot mm-hmm. and did do a good job in other aspects. So.
0: Yeah, it was funny. It was I liked the the comedy yeah. of it, um, and the uh, what do you call that whimsical? Would you call that whimsical?
1: Yeah, fantasy. Kind movies. of yeah. yeah, just like
0: leaning into to that. Um, but it was a lot of fun. I, I
1: enjoyed really enjoyed Barbie. Barbie. One one of the best movies I've, I I watched. Mm-hmm. Uh, like most fun, awesome. Yeah, but yeah uh, I. We're talking about Barbie Law, but um that montage I also cried because I knew as someone who like makes stuff that that montage was probably a lot of the women in who made the movie.
2: In
0: the crew. Yeah. I think it was. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. So uh,
1: I was just like, ooh. Oh yeah. To I be was, able to see that.
0: Oh. I started crying too. That's when I started crying. I was just like <gasps> and then the
1: whee. I was like, stop! stop. We're gonna get copyrighted. Sorry, sorry. You sound just like Billie Eilish.
0: (laughs) Billie is like you, (laughs) but no, no, I did cry. Um, the montage, I do remember that
1: great movie one great of the movie. best
0: yeah um, um Latina actress um America Ferreira oh yeah yeah, yeah.
1: friend so. of the show because <laughs> <laughs> we we talked about uh, real women have curves oh you know America we're just first name basis um yeah she did great mm-hmm. and like it was just a normal role she just happened to be Latina you know mm-hmm. which is great mm-hmm. um yeah anything else about Barbie
0: if you guys have something else to say about Barbie, let us know. Let us know if uh, yeah. if you guys come for me for the Ken thing. I'm sorry. <laughs> but
1: Great character, but I feel like, yeah, it overshadows. Yeah. It, it overshadows it. Yeah. Um, last thing I want to talk about before we move on. I put this on the list, and then I thought it was like, did that come out this year? And I was like, I checked, and no, it didn't. Mm. Or this past year. I watched Elvis um, like a week ago or a couple of days ago, maybe. Damn. Uh, I saw this thing on TikTok and I was like, I don't really know much about Elvis. Let me watch this movie to kind of learn about Elvis. Um, It was intense or not intense, but like, I think you mentioned it last time, the editing.
0: Oh my God. Yeah. That's what made me turn it off. <laughs> but I think on. it calms
1: I, I think it calms down. Does it? It's still kind of very fast, but I that opening scene where the camera's just like whoosh. whoosh
2: mm. I was like <laughs>
1: <laughs> throwing up. Um It was very long. Mm-hmm. Did not watch it in one sitting. A very interesting. It's very funny because like at the beginning, this is how I would describe Elvis's rise to fame Elvis sang and people liked it but what really put him on the map was him swinging his schlong (laughs) because like the movie that's what the movie made it seem like the girls were just like never seen that before and like like yeah like he was okay before but then he started doing that shit (laughs) that like he was the first person to do it And he capitalized off that and like that sent him up into stardom. And I was like, that's so funny. Like how they, they made it like a really big point in the movie at the beginning. I was like, okay.
0: I feel like I didn't get to that part. I don't think so.
1: (laughs) Cause he's like nervous. And then he just starts shaking his shit. And then the girls are just like, like they're literally like kind of orgasming in their seats. Like that's how they shoot it. And I'm just like, huh? Excuse me. (laughs) But yeah, and then in they, they paint him out to be this, like, uh, this uh, civil rights activist, Elvis. Yeah, in the movie, yeah, like, like Dr. Uh, Martin Luther King gets shot, he's just like, Man, what are we gonna do about this? Or, like, this shouldn't be happening. And I'm like, I don't know if Elvis felt that way,
0: I don't think so either. It, it has this, like,
1: it, it, it like paints the picture that like the black community was very welcoming to Elvis or like I feel like there was some artists who were because he took a lot from black artists mm because he was raised in like uh an area where, where there was a lot of black people but it kind of there's this also weird scene where like he goes into a church and they're praying and they're like doing gospel uh, and he just, like, feels, like, the the spirit or whatever. And, like, it kind of painted as, like, it's his destiny to push this music out into the world. Can't you get oh. me? Like, it, I didn't like the way they tackled that. I it see. Was, it was very interesting to see. Yeah. And then there's, like, this scene where he's just, like, stressed out. Like, he's rising to fame and he's stressed out. And he goes, he goes to this, like, black neighborhood. And, like, he's with a whole bunch of artists. And he's just, like, wow. And... You know, just, like, de-stresses with, like, <laughs> black music.
0: That's crazy. No, well, I am interested um, of the movie that did come out this year, Priscilla. I didn't see it. Um, Me neither. But I hear that that one, like, Elvis with Austin Butler painted him, painted Elvis to be, like, this very, like, um, praise, like, a figure to be praised kind yeah, of. Yeah, and they
1: also made him a victim Ooh. of, like, his manager. I Because his manager would, like kind of manipulate him Mm. to pushing more and like more like doing more shows and like doing this and that like Mm. to get money out of him Mm. um which you can be a victim but you can also be a uh, you can also be a what's it called what's the opposite of a victim the person inflicting Mm. the pain on on other people yeah
0: um which yeah i haven't watched priscilla but i did hear that it was uh different yeah um, the portrayal yeah the portrayal
1: of elvis was different so Um, it was interesting i watched it very much with a grain of salt and some other stuff i'm like did that really happen (laughs) i don't think so you're showing all like the highlights
0: yeah the editing was crazy um me and my mom watched it because i was like oh i heard this one's really good and then we were watching it and then like i think like 30 40 minutes into the movie we just look at each other and i was like are you feeling it she was like no, yeah. <laughs> we turned it off. It's
1: it's a lot, uh, yeah. But that's that's all I have to say about that.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, great movies in twenty twenty three. Um, twenty twenty three was also the year that I regained my love for Speed Racer, the movie.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I <laughs> had it on this list, but yeah, we, made, I watched it for the first I, time. I made him watch
0: it. <laughs> I loved it as a kid, and um, I think I had it on DVD and would watch it so much that it would get scratched, and then. Um, My dad's a really big speed racer fan, but hated the movies. So he would always like shit on it. Um, But I always loved it. And I watched it again recently. The editing in that one, (laughs) beautiful, beautiful, gorgeous, tremendous, incredible. It's
1: a great story.
0: Um, It got horrible reviews online. And I just want to say, what's that one quote? Am I the only one who understands a cinematic masterpiece? (laughs) Like, I feel like that.
1: I feel like it has been getting loved though. You did yeah. that, that one TikTok and like yeah. on Twitter. So, so, you guys haven't watched it.
0: I loved it. Um, the CGI is terrible, but that is part of the world. That is the vision. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> so, yeah,
1: they didn't let budget stop them. Ex- so, we're going to do it.
0: They had a dream, um, but it was really good. Love it. Um, and I think about it often. So. <laughs> <laughs> It's
1: really good. Um, And then other movies that we may have not mentioned here, you can find them in the past episodes. Mm -hmm. Uh, Radical, A Million Miles Away, and I feel like those were the only two that came out. Oh, and Blue Beetle also, which was last episode. Episode, I believe it's episode two for A Million Miles Away, episode 11 for Radical, and then episode 12 for Blue Beetle. So if you want to check out our opinions on those, those are the episodes uh, Mm -hmm. that you can listen to. Do we want to move on?
0: Yes. Um, So again, as a reminder, it's a little bit of a longer episode today, but this because we're just chatting it up, getting warmed up for the more structured episodes that are going to happen throughout the new year. But this one's just a little la-dee-da. So we are going to go through some reflections for 2023. Um, I feel like a lot of things happened this year that until we put it on paper we were like oh shit like this is a jam-packed year um so we're just gonna do kind of rapid fire story times um month to month um and you're gonna learn some lore about about your old hosts um Mm -hmm. so let's go ahead and start with January 2023 a year ago from now
1: yeah a year ago from now one of the highlights I think of January was um I started an internship at uh they made content for social media, like little mini documentaries. Um, and that was like one of the first internships where I went like into an office. And I think I did learn very much. A lot of the stuff that I, that I learned at that internship, I applied here at this podcast mm-hmm. to be able to build it up on social media. So very appreciative of, of, of that. And it uh, was not paid, but I got a lot of experience, class credit. So it was very interesting. It was kind of like the beginning of like, starting to think about careers and like building those skills up.
0: Yeah. And I mean, like this didn't happen to me in January, but I also had that same internship later months down the road. I want to say July, I think July I had that internship. Um, but Alan scored me the internship or I feel like helped me get it. I um, sent an
1: email that's not... <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, he put a good good word in for me. And so they brought me on board because that, that internship is literally how I graduated. Had I not gotten that internship, I would have not graduated because um, I needed that last class credit. Um, so I also learned a lot of things from them. And as he said, a lot of the things that we're implementing, a lot of the strategies that we use for our marketing specifically on social media is what we learned in the internship. So that just goes to say... You learn a lot in your internships, so if you're a college student, apply to them um, and get the most you can out of them because um, mm-hmm. you'll learn a lot. Um, so, yeah. So shout out to that internship. Shout <laughs> out. In January of 2023, I started a, the pre-production for a short film called Self Love Miha, which I was the director of photography for. But I also kind of helped a little bit more on the producer side as well. Very little. Um so I, we started casting, I think in January, we had a lot of auditions and a lot of um, conversations with the director to be had. And it was just a really exciting story to be a part of because like we always said, it was a story for the girlies by the girlies um, and just a little rundown of what it's about. Um, I feel like it deals with topics of like, um, like I don't know, like womanhood in, in a college setting mm-hmm. um, and just like tackles. The issues of just like feeling like you're only wanted for your body by a potential love interest, yeah. um, and um, at the end of the day, your girlies have your back and they they'll help you through anything. Um, so you can watch that short film on our, on YouTube. Um, if we'll you put look the up,
1: link. We'll put the link in the description.
0: Yeah, if you look up self love Mihai LFTA, um, you'll be able to watch it. Um, beautiful story, beautiful characters, beautiful crew, and beautiful film. But that Not was my January. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, moving into February, uh, the Rihanna concert, the Rihanna
2: <laughs> concert, aka the
1: Super Bowl. That was really fun. That was the first time I've like been to like an actual like Super Bowl party where mm. it was like my friends and we all brought stuff. We did a carne asada and all that stuff. It was really good. It was really fun. Was that the burger? Yeah, the burger. (laughs) Burger story?
0: Do you want to tell the
1: burger? Well, it's your story to tell.
0: (laughs) So, uh, when we were in college, we bought, my friend bought a really um, small grill.
1: $20
0: grill. $20 grill from Walmart. So, you know, we were we had cooked um, or Alan and, and his girlfriend had cooked carne asada on it before, but we'd never cooked like ground. Beef, I don't think so. Like. I think
1: that was the first time we used was it? it. Yeah.
0: Oh, well, it, it's able to cook. We bought it
1: for asada. the Super Bowl party.
0: Oh, well, anyway, fast forward. Um, So they were making burgers <laughs> on the grill. And I think just like how cheap the grill was, like it didn't heat it up all the also, way. Also, <laughs> this was probably my
1: first time fucking doing the carabon the, the, the oh, coals okay yeah <laughs> so that was my first time I was experimenting so
0: yeah so it was a learning experience guys <laughs> we don't hold anything against anyone but so on, on the outside the burgers look delicious they look it's cooked and they looked great and then so I was like fucking up a burger I put all my little toppings on there and I was like eating it and I was eating it with my roommate and um I took like another bite got towards the middle and it was just like straight up raw and I was <laughs> he's laughing. I was just like i didn't know i didn't want to like say anything because i didn't want to be rude because you guys worked so hard to like make the burgers and like go and get the grill and like so i didn't say anything and i was just kind of like eating it raw <laughs> like, <laughs> i was eating around it so I want to eat the middle. So it's just like eating the crust off of the burger. And then so I saw my roommate stopped eating hers too. And we just kind of like went into the corner and I was just like, is your burger raw? And she was just like, yeah, but I don't know what to say. <laughs> so, and then so we just started dying laughing because the way that we both didn't know what to say, and we we're just trying to suck it up and eat raw meat. <laughs> and, and so Alan comes and he's just like, what are you guys laughing at? And I show him the burger and I'm just like, dude, it's still mooing. And he thought that was the funniest thing. Look, <laughs> like that oh. shit was mooing still. I was like, oh my God. And then they were just making fun of me because they were like, you kept eating it? And I was like.
1: <laughs> That's what was so funny to me. It's like half <laughs> of the burger was gone. And you're telling me not that it's wrong.
0: no, it was wrong. I didn't get sick, everybody.
1: He asked me too, he's like, do you think I'm going to get sick? Should I eat the rest?
0: I was like, oh shit, like, am I going to get like a stomach bug? And he was like, maybe. And I was like, I can't afford that right now. I was like, damn. (laughs) But anyway, I didn't get sick and now we know how to cook our burger.
1: That was a great story. I love <laughs> that. I forgot I forgot that <laughs> happened. But you also made a delicious chicken buffalo dip.
0: Oh, yeah. I love I a good dip. I it up.
1: Um, so but then I guess also for February, it was also Valentine's Day. I had a really great Valentine's Day. I had a nice little picnic with my girlfriend and it was cold as fuck. But then this mm-hmm. photographer came and took our picture and we were yeah. on the Daily Bruin. <gasps> so that was beautiful, neat.
2: Slay.
0: Um, let me see, February was also shooting the short film that we were talking about. Towards that, the end? Yeah, towards the end we shot the, sh- the short film as well as finishing up um, UCLA thesis season um, for um, TFT which is the film school. So that was very like a nice um, end to projects that me and my cohort, or that I had been helping my cohort on. Um, and so it wrapped up I think in February um, and great experience that i had i lost a lot of my social life fall quarter of that year because i was just working 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 on the, on those sets winter winter oh no no fall yeah um but yeah so it finished in february it went from like november to february i mm-hmm. think but yeah that's our february
1: beautiful yeah um yeah uh the self-love miha set sorry before yeah. was very fun um I was, I forgot what I was on there.
0: Were you crafty?
1: Blokey crafty, yeah. But just like also like a kind of mm-hmm. supervising producer. I was just like, is everything good, guys? You guys good? <laughs> um, but yeah, um, March, I just put LFTA sets, so... If you guys don't know me and Natalia were part of this Oregon college called the Latina Film and Theater Association at UCLA. And we just made short films and live theater productions. Me and Natalia ran it our junior year and then me and someone else ran it uh, our senior year. But Natalia was still very much involved because she has a lot of knowledge. And yeah, Um, it was in March was our last set.
0: Yeah, of undergrad, of undergrad, and I cried and with, I was like, "Don't look
1: at me." With this organization that we had, that we had um, been in since our, our freshman year, mm-hmm. and I guess we'll get into it more um, in May because there's another event that happens in May. But yeah. yeah, it was our last time being on one of these sets mm-hmm. that we helped cultivate what they would look like mm-hmm. our junior year. So to to say goodbye to that was very bittersweet yeah Um, but yeah
0: yeah because I feel like LFT was just a huge part of my identity so have had a little bit of an identity crisis I feel (laughs) like um after graduating but we'll get into that later um but yeah so it was our our last set of undergrad and um definitely felt like just a lot of like um feeling proud of the work that the org was doing and also the work that like we had done to and cultivating it and just like um seeing everything that we fought for come to life yeah. um with that so that was really nice and then so i cried in front of everybody and i hate that that keeps me up at night but
1: <laughs> there's also another article on that on la gente oh yeah i just want to read it go la check gente. that out i love ta ucla search it um But yeah, uh, this is another big one for you. Oh,
0: yeah. So in March, uh, my lore is that (laughs) um, for the TFT program, the film school program at UCLA, you're supposed to choose a concentration to graduate with. I was a cinematography concentration strictly um, at first. And then I accidentally fell into screenwriting and ended up double concentrating in both cinematography Mm -hmm. and screenwriting. Mm -hmm. You heard that right. (laughs) You heard that right. And so part of the thesis project for the screenwriting concentration is to finish a feature length script, which was very daunting at first because I was originally only supposed to stay in the screenwriting program for a quarter just to get Um, credits yeah Yeah, just to get credits and to be considered a full-time student Um, but then I fell in love with it the professor was amazing and the people that were in that class were amazing and I was just like I was given the opportunity to tell stories that I've always wanted to tell but just didn't know how or didn't like have the support that I that I needed Um, so in March I finished my very first draft of my very first feature film ever so it was I want to say it was 97 pages long Um, and it was just like a story that was near and dear to my heart and it was like a queer coming-of-age story in a college setting um, that also deals with topics of, I know we had brought this up in a different episode of like what happens after immigration or like Mm -hmm. what happens after generations um, of uh, Mexican-Americans that like live here in the U.S. So that story kind of dealt with that and just like feeling that identity and then trying to fall back in love with your roots after like years of assimilation um, through Fulcorico dancing, um, so.
1: Great script, great story. I really <laughs> love it. I really love the concept and the story for it.
0: Thank you, thank you. I had a lot of fun with it. I want to revisit it, I will. I just needed a break from it because yeah. <laughs> I like ate, slept, and breathed <laughs> that script forever. But yeah, so that was March. <laughs> yeah.
1: Moving on to April. Uh, I went to Coachella in April and not just the city, but to the actual music festival uh, in April. It was my first ever music festival uh, and I had a great time. I got to see Bad Bunny, Blackpink, Gorillaz, uh, Blink-182, Galeucci's, Becky G, like a lot of artists. And I was like, whoa, it was really fun. Got to dress up. Mm. It, was, it was great. Um, Yes, uh, that, that's it for me. <laughs> for <laughs> April. I feel like other stuff happened in April too, but that was like the highlight of, the of highlight.
0: April. I loved seeing the Coachella fits or like when you would get an outfit and you would like do a fashion show. <laughs> like, this is what I'm going to wear on day one. This is what I'm going to wear on day two. Um, so it was fun to like live through you and be like, ah! <laughs> it was fun to
1: splurge because a lot of those shirts were kind of expensive, but mm-hmm. like I still wear them now and they're still really good, so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So
0: one day I might go. I just... Festivals are a little bit too much for me. It but is a lot, yeah. <laughs> it looked real, the lineup was really cool. Um, in April, I got a gay ass haircut.
1: Um, <laughs>
0: Wait. Yeah,
1: let's give it up for the haircut
0: for the gay ass haircut. Um, I feel like I had had the same hairstyle since second grade my whole life where it's just the fuck ass side part. And (laughs) (laughs) Um, I had been wanting to change my hair forever, but I was just like a little bitch and I didn't like I was like scared of the commitment of like doing it. And then, so I had suspicions that my hair was textured, that it it had like a little bit of a wavy, curly texture, because it was just poofy and gross and weird. Um, so I would, I had been doing research forever, like literally since COVID. I had been like kind of like yeah, dabbling. I was gonna say I was like
1: it's kind of crazy that that only happened in April.
0: Yeah, like because I was just like dabbling, and also because the products were so expensive, and I was I just like I don't yeah. But then I found products that weren't. <laughs> but just like the whole concept of taking care of hair yeah. was like so expensive, and I was like. but anyway so in april i had done research on a salon that specialized in textured hair and um saved up a lot of money for the haircut because it was expensive and um found a a hairdresser that i really liked i feel like for me hairdressers were always a kind of like a daunting experience Mm -hmm. um because like the the hairdressers that i used to go to when i was little they would always have something to say about my hair or like um because i have gray hair so Mm -hmm. like i would say like a good like 15 percent of my hair is gray and it has been since i was like 10 and they'd always be like your hair is gray. like you need to do this to it you need to color it you need to do like basically like giving me the beauty standards that i needed to follow Uh and i was just like i don't really fuck with this judgy ass vibe here (laughs) but so this new (laughs) hair (laughs) Dresser was super welcoming was super sweet and she was also queer too like the the salon was an all women-owned salon and a lot of the hairdressers were queer and they were just like talking like i had been telling them was like i've been eyeing this little gay-ass haircut like will you (laughs) give it to me she's like i think you're gonna rock this little gay-ass haircut and she was right
1: (laughs) (laughs) she was right yeah
0: shout out to her um looks great thank you it's looked great ever since thank you so i got my little gay-ass haircut in april um and the rest is history i feel like i also had a confidence boost with the haircut i feel like i was just like damn
1: i think i saw you like blossom yeah. <laughs> I, I i think i did see that in mean, you you were just like
0: yeah my little sister was just like okay confidence boost i was just like
1: yeah. <laughs> I'm glad.
0: so if you've been eyeing that little gay ass haircut get that little gay ass haircut <laughs> and fuck around to find out
1: <laughs> but yeah Looks great, looks great right now, so.
0: Thank you, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> um, so that was my April.
1: Mm-hmm. And another thing in April, which kind of like was also in the previous months in January was uh, Night of Cultura rehearsals, which again, that goes back to LFTA and that club that we were a part of. Uh, Night of Cultura was the event that we ha- that we always have in May, where we showcased the short films that we were working on, like the one that, that Natalia mentioned, Self Love Mija, mm-hmm. and also live theater productions. Um, so, just rehearsing for that show, because it is a live show, although we are showing short films, it is a live show, like everything has to go pretty well. So, rehearsing for that, um, you were.
0: Oh my God, I acted in that. Yeah. I hella forgot.
1: <laughs> you acted.
0: <laughs> I acted in that one. I, f- I took on a role that was very, like, from a, a play that was a drama um, that dealt with very serious and, have head and heavy topics of, like, body image. Um, and I played the mom of a character who was, um, struggling with, um, a recovering eating disorder, um, and just like, uh, facing triggers. Um, so it was written by, by my dear friend, Ian Bestida, a little shout out to him. Um, beautiful writing, beautiful structure. And so I was casted at this, this role, um, for the mom and I was very nervous to take on um, because there's a very intense scene at the end that required just like really high emotions and I am not an actress Um, it was just something that I had been interested in trying so I felt underqualified and I was just like oh like I don't know how they're gonna get it out of me um, to like portray the scene and like portray the emotions that needed to be portrayed and um, up until the show I feel like at rehearsals like I just like I was able to get the sound but the acting I just like couldn't really do it and I feel like when we started doing rehearsals like on the stage um I was able to like kind of feel those emotions while I was on stage and I feel like um the first time I did it on the stage um like me and, and my scene partner like we literally had to take a breather and like we just like were looking at each other and didn't say anything we we're just like like we were like oh fuck like it was just so much emotions and i was like if somebody talks to me right now i will burst out crying please do not look at me (laughs) like it was just really intense um and i'm i'm kind of proud of myself for taking on that role i feel like i there was definitely times there where i was just like what if i quit what if i drop (laughs) i was like what if we give this role to somebody else that can do it um but i was like no like i i agreed to this i committed to this um and i'll stick through it and i had a lot of fun it was a very fun time
1: and i will say i think natalia was the breakout star i think you were probably the best you you and octavia who was your steam partner i think you guys stole that stage Um, there was a no i'm being (laughs) serious there was a lot of other great actors uh who also did really great but i think you guys brought that energy and left people speechless so yeah so yeah
0: it was crazy i still to this day have not watched the, the recording the recording I yeah. can't I can't do it
1: <laughs> uh, but she did you did a fantastic job and I'm glad that you brought yourself out of that comfort zone yeah and did something out of your comfort zone very much out of my yeah. comfort zone it paid off I think okay. um but yeah I guess that leads us into May with Night Cultura because that's when well, that's when that was um Self Love Miha premiered which was I edited it you did the uh uh director of photography and just um yeah I was I was co-running that that organization so I got to see all these projects from their infancy all the way up to when they were ready to show and very stressful time these like two months and that month leading up to the show but our last night of cultura something that we put our whole hearts into since our freshman year and it it being ruined by COVID so the fact that This show was supposed to have, we were were supposed to have the show four times, our freshman, sophomore, sophomore, junior, and senior year. Mm -hmm. We only got it our junior and our senior year. Mm -hmm. Um, But still being in the org, you know, during COVID, we were still active members in this organization. And um, it meant a lot. And to see it kind of, to have that be the final show was very
0: very special, uh, special my yeah. parents pulled up this time yeah. i feel like um because my family lives in the bay area so they pulled up to los angeles um to watch the show and it was because uh, like i said it was my first time acting and it was my first the first time my parents saw me act too um and they're like i just like remember <laughs> my dad makes his funny face before he cries <laughs> 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 me mean, my sisters are always like <laughs> or like but um Or, like, he would just, like, will be very quiet and, like, not say anything. So I think, like, our play... Like, I saw them during intermission. Like, I went out to, like, look at them. Yeah,
1: because I think it was the last one before intermission.
0: Yeah, and they were just, like, (laughs) <laughs> like they were just like speechless. like they didn't know what to say. Oh, my you. mom was tearing up. I think. I think my mom related to my character a lot, mm-hmm. um, and I feel like when I was being casted, like that's what I talked about. I was just like I feel like I I bring a lot of my mom into this character. Um, so she was definitely like tearing up with it. Um, and but yeah, but my sisters were just like, damn, what the hell? <laughs> <I was laughs> like, yeah, hello. Um, but yeah, so that was may um,
1: very special yeah uh, and then we had a retreat which was also kind of like marking the end actually of like yeah. our time running that org and just like being being yeah kind of heads which, in that org so um but yeah uh, let's go ahead and move on to june because we're running out of time as always yeah. um we graduated in fucking june crazy we graduated university
0: we have a low key. We have a bachelor's degree.
1: We have a ba- if you guys are seeing this, we have a bachelor's degree. We have a bachelor's We're not shy degree. about it. The higher us.
2: Um, oh my yeah. God. I guess
1: just any short story or anything of just how you felt about that.
0: I feel like just like a culmination of hard work um, was crazy because I feel like I, I had gone to my oldest sister's graduation when she graduated college and I cried so much and I was just <laughs> like oh my god like it's just like those things that like you are expected to do but it's still really fucking hard like when you do it um I I mean I personally had a little bit less of a demanding major <laughs> and still so a lot of time commitment it was a lot of time commitment but uh, you know not no like up late studying and stuff like that mm-hmm. so props to everybody who does do that <laughs> Um, but it was just like a culmination of hard work and dedication and, and putting time in to get stuff out. And, um, I mean, before even graduating, we did have our senior showcase too, which was, um, Mm -hmm. the film school showcased all of the films that we made in the undergrad career. And I also got to be part of the screenwriting panel, um, talk about my script that I talked about earlier, um. I finished my other pilot um, and I played my cinematography reel, which you can find on my Instagram. (laughs) Go check it out, go look Mm at it on my Instagram. Um, But just like a lot of work um, that I was proud to show because I feel like a lot of my work does focus on um, Latino stories and uh, amplifying those voices. And a lot of that was seen through both my cinematography reel and my screenwriting panel Mm -hmm. conversation. Um, so I was just like, I was just a little girl in a big world. It was <laughs> crazy. Um, but yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, I think, I think everything coming to like a culmination point in June, uh, was very symbolic, not symbolic, but it's just like, ever since I was in middle school, I knew that I was going to go to, too, that I wanted to go to a university and I knew that I wanted to graduate and I felt it in me that like, I can do it. Um, and as someone as someone who's first generation, having to do a lot of th- a lot of these things by yourself, like graduating from college is no easy feat, and just like always, I'm very optimistic. I'm very kind of, um, I guess, like manifesting. Like I see myself doing it, and I've I had seen myself doing it for so long, and then the day finally came, and I was like, wow, was, yeah, I was mm-hmm. like, well, I fucking did it, and just pr- proud of everybody, proud of everybody in our circles and our friends, you know, just. Great time to to be happy with everybody. Yeah. About it.
0: I feel like it's just like such a happy high moment. Yeah. uh, Graduating. Um, And then just moments after, just not so great. (laughs) (laughs) Let's move into July. Boom. Boom. (laughs)
1: Um, The first kind of half of July was really enjoying those last days in Westwood. Yeah. In our apartment that me and Natalia had lived for two years. Mm -hmm. Again, creating a space. Where our friends could meet and hang out, and we can host people, and you know, just having a lot of fun in in this apartment. Um, saying goodbye to it was was very hard.
0: Yeah, I feel like July was just like the month where there was just so much change going on yeah. in every aspect of my life. And, and the big, a big one was moving out of, as we called it, the Fruity Factory, <laughs> um, which was just like this little apartment that was just um, my old roommate called it the heart of Westwood. Uh, <laughs> that uh, There was just so many memories attached to it and like literally feeling like we made a video making fun of it but like feeling when hannah montana moved out of her home and they're just (laughs) like come on Miley, it's time to say goodbye to our home or no trying to say hello to our new home and goodbye to the old one like that was literally us and just like giving it a little little kissy (laughs) kissy goodbye um seeing it empty was really weird um Yeah, it was just, like, a crazy time to reflect as well of just, like, also our friendship, too, because, like, when we moved in together, like, we knew each other, but, like, we weren't, like, close, close. Yeah. So, just, like, doing that whole full
1: circle. And, again, like, with the LFTA, like, the org, Mm -hmm. like, our freshman year, that's the way we bonded, Mm -hmm. and that's the way we continued to bond and grew to be such great and, like, strong friends Mm -hmm. and yeah i think july and like like as much as it's very big highs also like a lot of lows of like yeah like this chapter is done
0: yeah very very bittersweet (coughs) i feel um very bittersweet
1: but also other sweet moments like my girlfriend's graduation party which we went to coachella again Mm -hmm. and we like rented an airbnb and it was that was such it was like a road trip all of us went it was like six of us and such a fun road trip, I yeah, think. Yeah,
0: I feel like that, w- I count that as, like, my post-grad trip, too, cause it, was, <laughs> it was a lot of fun. It was, like, with people that were very special to me and just, mm-hmm. like, being able to celebrate, being able to experience Coachella when it's hot. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> but it was so much fun um, yeah. and just, like, happened in a time where I really needed it, too. So yeah. that was really fun.
1: Very special, I think, in July. Yeah. I also went to Joaquin's in July, but yeah. <laughs> first meeting in a while it was fun um august
0: august is when i had my internship i think right or no is that you or I no
1: think that's y- you yeah that's me.
0: my awkward i was just like i didn't have my internship in august
1: stolen valor Whoa.
0: <laughs> <laughs> guys me when i lie
1: um do you want to you want to go first for august
0: Sorry. So I didn't have an internship in August. <laughs> in August, I was apartment hunting like crazy because um, I was living in a sublease um, because I knew I'd made a deal with my parents that I get to stay out in LA one more year um, after graduating. And um, I was like, well, shit, well, I got an apartment hunt. So that was a crazy experience um, to do that while living in, while being in a living situation that I knew wasn't permanent. So I couldn't really settle in. I was just kind of like always like on edge of like, Mm -hmm. okay, where are my things here? Well, they're still in the box. Should I take them out? Should I unpack them? Like blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, So it was just like a really um, insecure time or just like nothing was really set in stone. So very nerve wracking, very anxious all the time. Um, Having some pretty unhealthy coping mechanisms. But um, alas, here we are in the apartment that I that me and Milena found Mm -hmm. so (laughs) hell yeah here we are it all worked out (laughs) (laughs)
1: um in August I believe my girlfriend was still in Westwood so I still kind of had that tie and she was still in, in Los Angeles um and I just like I remember August and kind of July just going on a lot of dates with her and trying to appreciate that time that that she was still here in in LA uh where she was I mean I I went back home. It was still a little bit of a drive but um it, like nothing compared to when she would when she would move back home. Um so just appreciating that going on a lot of dates it was very nice and then I had my internship.
0: Yeah, I'm sorry everybody. I was just like internship and then I saw lots of da- I was like I had,
1: I had my internship at a podcast company and again I learned a lot uh of it was a paid internship it was over the summer and i learned a lot of stuff about podcast marketing which again i implemented in this and i'm glad that i did because now we're here yeah (laughs) but yeah that that was august
0: shout out to to that internship because i had learned a lot from you too
2: (laughs) (laughs)
1: september
0: september um september was uh the birth of the podcast
1: yeah um, end of September is when we posted and I think maybe August, September is when we started to like conceptualize and be like, let's fucking do this. Yeah, Let's, like, let's try something.
0: Yeah, we were just like talking about it. Um, We were like, let's do it. Um, so September was when we started the podcast and I know we talked about it in previous episodes, but it really was a way to cope with the many changes that were happening in our lives and, and try to like Feel like we have a grasp on something and and continue to do something that we enjoy and to do something together, which um, we're very good at (laughs) working as a team. Um, So that was very much fun. Fun. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And then... My girlfriend's birthday was also in September and she came back to LA mm. after moving. I think she had like one week home and she came back yeah. just like for the weekend for her party, we, which we had here. And it was yeah. very fun. It was, it, very was fun a, it was a very fun party. It
0: was a very fun party. I really liked that party. Um, but yeah, that was our September. October.
1: It was our first Halloween postgrad. Mm. And it was mm. fun. It was fun. Really fun. Yeah.
0: Um, I actually went to Westwood. Um mm-hmm. to for a party. So that was funny to like run into to old people yeah. there and they were just like, What are you doing here? And I was like, Don't look at me <laughs> <laughs> But mm-hmm. um
1: yeah, it
0: was, it was many, funny. many costumes.
1: We went to a house party in Long Beach too for Halloween. Oh yeah, we did. Was very fun. It was a great fun. beautiful house. Gorgeous house. Um I went on a lot of spooky dates with my girlfriend again in, in October. That was fun. Corn mazes, all that fun stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. This episode is just shout out Swindy. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, do you want to move on to November?
0: Um, October is also the month where I began my unemployment. Um, <laughs> I feel like I kind of, what's that called? Don't count your chickens before they hatch. Mm-hmm. And I quit that job with a lot of confidence that <laughs> I wouldn't be able to secure yeah. something in the next month. And I was humbled very quickly. Um <laughs> It is now January and I still don't have a job. Um, So I think that was kind of like when my unemployment started and when I kind of like was forced to have this like perspective change of like, oh shit, like now what do I do? Um, So it's been a journey. It's been, it's been a journey, Um, but okay. So now moving
1: on November, (laughs) November, November, I just put podcast stuff, um, because I think no, end of October, November is when we started to see that like big spike in growth for the podcast. And mm-hmm. that was very exciting to see something that we had been working on um, in a short period of time to like start having that success was was very great to see and to welcome you guys <laughs> our, into our community and to mm-hmm. uh, our audience was was great.
0: Yeah. Um, a lot of growth in November, a lot of fast growth. I think November was a month where just like everything started to spike. Yeah. Um, and so besides the podcast up, which I kind of was going all all in on because I was just not hearing back from jobs or getting (laughs) rejected, um, was also going back into thesis season at UCLA for Mm -hmm. the seniors this year. Um, which was like very strange for me to do because I had already graduated, but my attitude was kind of just like, well, I'm unemployed. I'm not doing anything with my time. Uh, let me just go help out and let me learn something in the process, um, make use of my time. And, and I feel like that's something that I've struggled with the most with unemployment is just feeling useless. Um, so that was really nice. Thank you guys for welcoming me, welcoming me back on what? your sets. Um, so I worked on a lot um, or a handful. And I had a lot of fun and Mm -hmm. I, it was nice to get to interact with people again, because you know, we always talk about post-grad is very lonely. Um, So it was nice to like interact with people, make new friends, meet new people, um, work with people. It's really cool.
1: And now December, the most recent month, uh, uh, the year fucking ended. Best thing about December. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't know. I feel like we have stuff, but maybe I feel like maybe we should do that in the catch up for next episode. For
0: the next episode.
1: Maybe. Okay. Or you can just mention it too. But well, I feel like you have funny stories for that too.
0: Okay. Okay. Well, I'll just mention like the gist of that. At the beginning of the episode, I mentioned that I was in Mexico for Christmas. It was my first time going since 2015. Um, and the reason I went was because my grandparents are able were able to celebrate 60 years of marriage. Um, so yeah, shout out, shout out them. So they wanted to do a little anniversary party in the church that they got married, which was in Aguascalientes, Aguascalientes, Mexico. Um, and it was just a really sweet party. Um, I wanted to shoot photo and video for them for that event. Also just to like have documentation of, of my grandparents. I think that that's something that's really important to me. Um, so I got to interview them about, their marriage about their lives about them coming to the u.s and and it was really sweet i learned a lot of lore um and i can't wait or i'm I'm very happy that i have that footage now and that the family has that footage and that they're able to to see the the legacy that they kind of like left on us um Mm -hmm. so very fun stuff so maybe be on the lookout uh i'll probably post stuff on my main main instagram Mm -hmm. um but yeah so that was a lot of fun that was december for me
1: Nice. And with that, I think a little bit of a longer episode too, Mm -hmm. but I think that is it for today's episode. If you guys are listening on a podcast platform, go ahead and make sure to give us a rating and a review. It would help us out a lot. If you're listening on YouTube, go ahead and like, comment, and subscribe. And if you want to follow us on social media or on Instagram and on TikTok, it is at Hand Me Down Pod. Thank you guys very much for listening. Mm -hmm. First episode of the year.
0: Woo! Mm -hmm. It was a lot of fun. Thank you guys for sticking around and for growing with us. Be on the lookout for the Discord. It will happen. Mm -hmm. Um, We would love to speak with you guys. Have a little chat. Have a little giggle. Um,
1: We have great things planned for this year already. So we have great episodes planned uh, ahead. So stay on the lookout for that. And with that. Bye. Bye bye. (laughs)
0: The Hand Me Down podcast is produced and hosted by Natalia Delgado and Alan Gallardo. This episode was edited by Alan Gallardo, and the social media clips are edited by Natalia Delgado. And I'm the associate producer, Milena Ortega. We'll see you next week.